0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Pinchas, Tav, Shin, Ayin, Vav. And we start off with a thought that relates to every section of the parsha. There are six sections, six parts of the story that are discussed here in Parshas Pinchas. Number one, if you look in Source Number One, Rav Nevenzal outlines them. Number one, we have the story of Pinchas, which started at the end of last week's parsha, and Pinchas uh, does what he does in this week's parsha, and he gets rewarded with being uh, getting the bris of of Kahuna. Number two, we have uh, defeating Midian in war. Number three, we have the counting of Bnei Yisrael. Number four, we have the story of the Bnei Slavchan asking for anachla, and they're getting it. Number five, we have Moshe Rabbeinu asking Hashem to make sure there is a manhig, a leader, appointed for after he does not uh, bring them into Eretz as we know from last week's parsha, where he was decreed. It was decreed that he is not going in. And finally, we have from Hamishian the parsha's Hamoadim. All the maftirs, as we know, come from parsha's Pinchas. So, is there a common thread? between all of these parshios. and we'll even ask it as a specific question and that is only if you look at part two of the parsha, the Midian story the whole Midian story isn't even mentioned here so right we have the second section if we would call it after the story so we have but uh, that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu uh, is told Saroratea Kisamosam and uh, because of the Magefa and they go and, and everybody is uh, is that there's the counting and they go out to uh, Out to, uh, to fight. Anyway, and the Midian stories continued in next week's Parsha. As we know, the Halachis of the, uh, of the uh, Kalim that are brought back from battle. So there's even a break that just a little bit of the Midian story that it says that Moshe Rabbeinu was getting everybody ready right afterwards. Only that part is mentioned here. And the rest of the Midian story is not mentioned here. So what is the connection if there is any? Sometimes there are many different uh stories in one parsha that are not connected. Right, there are many parshias. Parsha Baloska is just another example where there are many different parts of it that on the surface don't seem connected. But Rav Nevenzal suggests that there is a Kav Mikasher. There is something, a light motif, that goes through the entire Parsha in all six of these stories. So says Nevenzal, Rav Nevenzal is going to have a three part thought. The first part is putting together all of these stories. Says Rav Zal. the connection between all of them is, line four, hachanas lehistalkus min haolam. Moshe Rabbeinu getting ready to take leave of his beloved people of Klau Yisrael. That's it. Thinking towards the future, hoping that uh, everything will be in place properly after he passes on. That is the connection between all. So let's see how all of these connect. Line 8. First he has to figure out before he leaves who's a coin, who's a levy, who's a Israel. So the only one that's left to do to take care of is pinchas. As we know up until this point, very strange, it must have been, that in Aaron's family get-togethers, they were all kahanim except for Pinchas, because as we know, as the Torah describes, Aaron and his sons were anointed, nipshechu Aaron uvanav l'kahuna b'chanukas but Moshe was only told in Parshat Tetzaveh and Parshat Kisisa to anoint Aaron uvanav, not to anoint the grandchildren of Aaron. So, Anyone who was born after that anointing is not a problem. Because once the Kohen, once Aaron's sons are anointed, then it stays with them forever. That's the, that's Kahuna. But, Pinchas had already been born. Had already been born. But, he wasn't anointed. So he was stuck. He was still a Levi. Everybody else, Aaron and his sons, were all calling him. But Pinchas' own father and uncles, right, and cousins, they were all calling him. But he was stuck. V'kach nimsa line twelve. She Pinchas she nola l'fei nishar Levi. He was the only one, so when they needed a Levi, so he called up to the Torah. So he was the one nishar Levi kees beikvas maasey. But as we know now, based on the story that he took place, that he took care of business, miskahin got Pinchas. So Pinchas himself became a Cohen and that 's the promise that Hashem says, and it 's not only a personal individual reward olam. Lebal says we shouldn 't think it wasn 't a personal anointment, appointment for Pinchas himself may he got a nice grade no. Now he is in the Kohain family. And that's also suggests of Avizal why it emphasizes at the beginning of the parsha, Pinchas Kohan. It links him to his lineage. Why? So again, Rashi goes chazal, they were making fun of him, Ray ben Putize, what his grandfather used to do. But, the Torah is linking give to Arun Cohen, right? He is now in the family. He is now part of the Bris Kuhunas Olam. So number one, Moshe is setting and history, so to speak. Not even Moshe, but every parsha has to do with what's going to be for the rest of history. So number one, finishing up, making the koanim, koanim, and who would stay levi, would be a levi. Number two, line 35, ha-parshah shni ya'osek as yeshirot, talkos moshe rabbeinu. As we know, the Pazik says, soros ha-midyan, imbi mosam You have to fight midyan, hit them, and as the measure says, Rashi quotes it, shahakos midyan ha'isa t'nai, list talkos moshe min olam Moshe, you need to do this, and then that's it. This will be your last action on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Moshe knew that and still did it as we spoke about that Rashi in past years. The tzivoy of Midian has to do with the future. Has to do with the last act that Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be involved in. Ella, continue down a couple of lines. Next, the counting of Bnei Yisrael. What's the counting? Why would Moshe Rabbeinu count? I'm sorry, I skipped. Rashi quotes Mashalaroa, line 43. Mashalaroa It's like a shepherd. The owner of the sheep gives the shepherd. Sheep to watch. At the end of the time of the watching, Menadinu, when he returns them, they count them to make sure to see how many are there and how many have been lost. So to hear, Hashem gave to Moshe to be He gave them with a Six hundred thousand. So Moshe now, when he is returning the flock. So he also does that at the end of his life. So we have the Kehunic family getting ready. We have the Milhamis Midyan, which will be Moshe's last uh, on-stage appearance. Right? We have the minion continuing, turning over now. Online 3, David Benot Slavchad. Sha'achra minyak shuravad of Eret The nachla of Eret which will only take place, obviously, in the days of Yehoshua, but, Benot Slavchad, the rules have to be laid out. What happens if there are girls, there are no boys, so that has to do with the future. Finally, what's maybe the, the uh, most explicit of them all and the secret to all the other ones, Moshe Rabbeinu, asking for an manhig. Moshe limnos ish al achapiti You have to appoint somebody strong and who could lead Klal Yisrael after he dies. And finally, Karbanos. What do Karbanos have to do with this? That seems to be the hardest. Cesar of maybe again, it's based on Chazal. Line 7, A daughter a pr- of a king, a princess, is about to leave the world. And she asks, Please, you know, be nice to my children. The king says, Forget what I do to them. Tell them what they should do for me. And when they act properly for me, I'll have no problem behaving and reacting in kind. So HaKadosh Baruch who says, Moshe, you're asking for leadership? You're asking for me to have Rahmanas on them in the future? You tell them to do what is Nachas Ruach l'fanai. If they are involved in the Seder HaKarbanos, if they're involved in everything that I command them to do, so that's it. There's no reason for them to be punished. So therefore, says Rav Nevenzal, all six parts of our Parsha has to do with Moshe Rabbeinu taking leave, setting up the stage for the time after Moshe Rabbeinu is gone. That is point number one of Rav Nevenzal. But then point number two. Point number two, says Rav Nevenzal, asks Rav Nevenzal, Moshe Rabbeinu, as we know, Rashi quotes it a little bit, wants a manhig. He wants... To be sure that somebody will take over for him who is appropriate, who has, who is, who is able to do it. Right, the Pazik says, Yavkod Hashem aruchos Ruchos, Basar, Ish al right, al aruchos. Ruchos, Rashi quotes that he's, he know, he's able to, to be connected to every Jew, that go before him, he's brave, he needs to be brave, he needs to be a leader in is he needs to be a leader in is he needs to be, Everything. He needs to be a leader because you can't leave them without a leader. Veloti Hashem asher ein lohem roa. So Moshe Rabbeinu is bothered. And Chazal even note that Moshe Rabbeinu a little bit intimates that he wants his own sons to do it. Moshe Rabbeinu had sons so why wouldn't they be able to do it? Line 46. Kasher when Slavchad's Nachla went to his daughters, says the Tanchuma, Moshe Abedu said, if the Nachla goes to Yerusha, so maybe also this position should go to Yerusha. And that's why Hashem answers him and says no. Rashi Hashivani, Moshe asks, answer me. Imata Moshe shlo What was he asking? He was asking, are my kids going to get it? So says Reb from the fact that Moshe even has the suggestion that it should be his children, it must be that they were Rawi. Moshe, Moshe wasn't, I mean, lahavdil, but he was one of the great leaders and he was one of the bali amasora. But at the end, Eili... Realized, or or Shmuel, I mean, some great leaders didn't have their leaders take over, right? But so, but Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't know yet who was going to be. So if he was asking, and he asked Baruch Hu that the leader has to be Ruchnias and Gashmias, and so Lachora, he knew what his children were like. Vadai Roa Moshe, Im Bechachmas HaTorah, Im Bechachmas HaNevua, Ein Godomimenu, Shebhanavo Echon Mehemachin Roy so Moshe Rabbeinu was asking this, so it must be that they were rahui. So the question is, so why didn't they get it? Explains Rebbe Evansal. they didn't get it because they weren't rahui. They didn't get it because there was someone else that was more rahui. Again, it's not a pagam on them. It is a maila and a tremendous adifus about about Yoshua Binun. Lekora line twenty six. Hey Meduvar b'torah who b'torah she banu matim imla and haga. V'ashev kovei as a hefich. Arkadi Moshe, kashel omar davar. Because hard to say that. Rather chayavim lomar. Shemoshe achin Sadak, banu fitiimul aneges Israel. They were appropriate and good choices, but they weren't the best choice. Shenimsa mishu matim yoser. V'banu Shemoshe yikishirim drushim. They had all the abilities but there's someone that's that's even better. she Yeshua kishur yoser. They saw that this is, Yeshua ben Nun needs it. Yeshua ben Nun is the one that was going to be, the one that was most rowy. Part two of Rav Nevin Zal's thought. Part three, what was it about Yeshua ben Nun? Again, part one, six parts of the parsha. Part two, Moshe Rabbeidu, he must obviously not have made a mistake, but just that there were others that were more Roy, Part three. So, so what was it about Yehoshua Ben Nun? What was it about him? He was involved in all of Klai Yisrael. He was involved. As we know, M- Yehoshua Ben Nun, the Medrash, not the Medrash, it's the, the t- to- Tosefta. There's a Tosefta in Sanhedrin which discusses that arguably Yehoshua Ben Nun was the busiest leader in the history of Klai Yisrael. They were busy leaders. David Amalek was very busy. Moshe Ben was very busy. Yehoshua Ben Nun, not only was he the... God not only was he the military general, he had to split up the whole land with people complaining about, it, as we read in Sefer, Sho, the Sefer Yeshua, one of the Shvatim thought that they didn't get enough. So Yeshua, and, and what was he told? The Yagis of Yom of was Dafka told to Yeshua bin Nun. That's the Passock, the Ramam quotes in Ilchus Talmud Torah to illustrate the mitzvah, not just the Chi of per se. There's a Passock in Chumash, but when he wants to illustrate how pervasive it is, he quotes that passage in Yeshua. So Yeshua ben Nun was so busy with so many things. So what made him? What what were in the roots that made him a great leader? Was it that he he uh, took a lot of uh, people, courses about dealing with people? Yes, all that's important, all that's important. But if Devinzal says, at root, at root, you know what one has to have? A total commitment. And losing oneself... In Talmud Torah. One can't have a, a, a proper Jewish leader unless they are also and maybe primarily steeped in Talmud Torah and obviously having to understand the world also and being involved in the world. But that's the first step. right? We know the end of the who Nevenzal, source 4. He's the most. How did he spend his earlier years? Right, how many years he stayed at the foot of the mountain? Forty days and forty nights. He didn't leave. He did whatever he could. As we know, he was called a naar. Even at the at the time of of Kisisa of the Egel, he wasn't that young. He was in his fifties. And yet he's still called Narcus, because it's the attitude of, I want to learn more, I want to learn more. That was Yeshua Ben-Nun, who if somebody has that attitude and that connection and commitment to Torah, so then they are able to view the world through the prism of Torah and appropriate and traditional Yahadus, and therefore they are fit to be the leaders of Klal Yisrael. And that's why Yeshua Ben-Nun is chosen as the next leader, though Moshe Rabbeinu's sons were, were next in the running. Okay, that gets us started—not just a little bit, but gets us deep into the, the parsha. Now so let's move on and talk a little bit more about Pinchas. A little bit more about Pinchas. So we know Pinchas is zochet to a bris. Pasuk tells us after Pinchas does what he does, lachein emar hiddeni no lo as brisi shalom. I will give him brisi shalom a covenant V'hay salo ulazaro acharav it will be for him and his descendants, Briskuna solam, a brisk briskahuna forever. Tachaz ha-sharkini lelokav, because he stood up for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, vayachah pra'al b'nei Yisra. Good. As the we mentioned earlier, right, it was for his family also as well. Says the Medrash. Says the Medrash, the Sifri in Bamidbar. It's quoted, if you see it, the brisk Rav quotes it in source number five, on the right side. little rub down on the right. Bechom makom shene'amar li. Whenever it says li or lo, kayam la'olam u'liolmei olamim. It means forever. It means eternally. Bekoanim u'omer hanuli. By the koanim it says, they will be koanim for me. Beleviyim u'omer v'hayu Says the medrash, because it says the word li, Hashem says this will be for me. Hashem is forever. So this is, connection, this reality will also be forever. That's what it means by vechianu li and vehayu li alvim. Hare d'ne'emra says the briskarav, havtacham yuchades al-ka'anim v'leviyim sh'yukayamim olam la'olmei meolamim. There's a special covenant that is said, based on the medrash, from the word li, that there will always be ka'anim, there will always be leviyim. They will always exist as the group of people. O also, So that is the Psukim Says the Briskarov in brackets, The Gemara says that we have a mesur that no shevet will ever die out. But that's only an entire shevet. Koanim or Leviim, right? They're each part of a shevet. And therefore, says the Medrash, that there is a promise that koanim or will be forever. Aval, here's the important part, says the briskara, (laughs) The koanim atzmam, mi, mi, mishpacha, the koanim, teskayeim, alzelo noma, bris, shum bris v'shum avtacha. There's no haftacha for any specific family within the kohanim. It's the general kohanim. Kohanim will exist. Right? Like, uh, like lahavdil, animals. There's no ashkacha pratis on an animal. There's ashkacha Every person has ashkacha pratis. But animals, the species will exist. The kohanim will exist. The levium will exist. But no specific family is zoche that their family will continue to exist. Rak al kopanim, you kohanim ba'olam. Just that there will be kohanim in the world. Until now. There's one family says, the briskerov, Baruch Hu promised personally, your family will be eternal. That's what Pinchas. Was zochet to? Uba achshav bris miyuchades lepinchas kilo ti yepris kunas olam to him. Viafim yu ba olam koanim achirim shelo mi mishpachas pinchas. Even if there'll be other koanim in the world not from his family, ein zeno gei al That does not have any effect on the bris with pinchas. Kilo ti yepris kunas olam. He will have it. He says, maybe it's a Rashi and Zvachim also, but that's Vahay solo Bris Kunas Olam. And then he even says, amazingly, if we all like the Chazal that Pinchas is Eliyahu, as is mentioned in Chazal. So, then it's not only in his family, but it's in him, right? Assuming Elio is a Kohen, which is a Machlokes in the Rishonim. Amazing. So, though other Khanim and other Leviim have a covenant of the group, to, there will be Kohenim, there will be Leviim, there's no, uh, guarantee for a specific family until Pinchas. Pinchas' family will be forever, and maybe even Pinchas himself will be forever. Number one. But then there's part two of the Briscarab where he expands upon this. He expands upon this. And he says, if you think Pinchas zel Eliyahu, and that this was a promise that this will be forever, so maybe there's another deeper idea here. Another idea. He wants the Passock in Malachi, in the middle column, line number 10. Right, the Sifse Kohen, the lips of a Kohen, will have Torah, you should be Torah from his mouth, because he is like a Malach Hashem. And, if you say, again, Kohen is Pinchas, is Eliyahu, then there's something very unique here. Turn the page for a moment, and then we'll come back to the Brisker rough. We know the Ramam tells us that there are people in history called the Baalei Hamasora. The Baalei Hamasora, there were many leaders in Klal Yisrael, but there were specific leaders that up until Ravina and Ravashi, that was the end, let's say, of the, of the halachic Baalei Hamasora, as the Gemara says in B'matziah, Ravina and Ravashi, there is a line the Rambam is his Adama to Torah quotes the line in backwards order. He quotes from Ravashi to Moshe Rabbeinu, 40 people. 40 are halachic misara, And he goes backwards. Ravashi, Rava, Rava, Ravuner, Rav, Yochanan, Rebbe. Rav, 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 Rav. He goes through all of them backwards. But if you look forwards for a minute, skip down, right from Moshe. How does it go from Moshe? Moshe to Yehoshua to Pinchas. To Pinchas. Pinchas is next on the list of the Bali To Eli, to Shmuel, to David, to Achia Hashiloni, to Eliyahu, to Elisha, to Yehoyada, right, who saved the Malchus based David. Actually, we learned about that in Malachim Beis. Zechar, Yehoshaya, Amos, Yeshayah, Micha, Yoel. It all continues. It all continues. That is uh, from, the, from the Tanakh to the Tanaim to the Amoram. Unbelievable. 40 people. 40 people in the line. Pinchas is in the line, Yo is in the line, suggest the briskarav, now getting back to our brisk, the briskunas olam, given to Pinchas, which guaranteed, which was a, the brisk to his family, the only going to be Zoche to such a promise from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he will live forever, maybe deeper, the idea behind this is the concept of Baalei Hamasorah, that Hashem is guaranteeing that there will always be Baalei Hamasorah excuse me, to pass the torch to the next generation. And Ramosha Salvation also discusses this in uh, various places quoted, that even though there are always great leaders, like the Rambam himself says, that Moshe Rabbeinu taught Torah to Aaron, to Yoshua, to many but Yoshua was the Baal HaMasorah. The Pinchas then was the Baal HaMasorah. Right, line, um, says the, on line 23 now, And he's still around, as we know. Leo never died. And that's how the Messorah is going to come back. When Mashiach comes, and when the reveals himself, the line will continue. Because you can only continue the line with someone that was in the line. So finally, on the bottom, So through this promise of Kahuna, really something else came out of it as well. Number one, the personal family kohen promise. Assuming the, the identification between Pinchas and Eliyahu, this promise guarantees Klal guarantees Torah Shabalpeh guarantees the passage, the transmission of time throughout history. Throughout history, that's what's deeper behind this promise. And he continues maybe it's even alluded to in the psukim there in Malachi, but we're not going to go into that right now. Okay, moving right along. So that was all about part one of the parsha, as we mentioned, uh, the story of Pinchas. Part two is the, we mentioned, the Midyan section. Part three are the names. Part three are the names. So if you look at the names, as we know, interesting, Chazal already picked up on this. Ruvain, Bechor Ruvain, B'nei Ruvain, Chanoch, Mishpachas Chanochi, Chanoch, which is, uh, there are a few Chanochs. I think there are four Chanochs in the Torah. Uh, I think the only one with, uh, the only name in the Torah that has four different people named with that same name. There's only one Yaakov in the Torah, but there are four different Chanochs. We have two in Saver, parshas Brashas. We have one right here. L'falu Mishpachas HaFalui, L'chazor Mishpachas HaChetsroni, V'chulu V'chulu. As we know, Chazau, or, or the Torah, puts a Yud and a Hei by every family. Right? Shame Hashem. Shame Hashem mentioned by every family, and Rashi already points this out, that Hashem wanted to put, uh, the, his name on all the Torah family. It says Rashi in Pasuk Hei, Paracha Va Pasek Hei, Lathisha Hayu Ha'umos Mevazinotam. The Umos made fun of us. Va Ma Elu Mesiachza What kind of Yichus? They're going by families. Savurim Haim Shalei Shaltu HaMetsriim Vimosaim. Right you think that the Egyptians didn't um defile and abuse the women of the Jews in Bagufo ma you Muslim if they subjugated us physically kavakhoma binishosayam surely that they surely raped and abused the women lafika hitlakarish barahu shma that's why hashem puts his name haymitzadzev yunmitzadzelomar meid ani alayhem shehem benay avotehem i got to i'm giving testimony i'm giving testimony with the Yud and the hay there. Before Shaday David, and that's what David says. Shiftei ka edus Israel. shame Haze meid This shame, this shame, is meid on them. Fine, says the klayakar. Says the klayakar, of Lentzitz here in our parsha. So why dafka uh, is the shame Hashem put here? Why? So Chazal link it up to Mitzrayim. But the Chayyakar says you can link it up to Midyan. Forget Mitzrayim. You can link it up to Midyan. Says the Chayyakar. Umashalchasim, akol hashvatim. Shame shall cut dafka b'misparze. Lafisha dain lo hayu chashudim biznus. Ache nachshelu b'shitte biznus. For hayu makom l'umos lomar sovach yechal tilaso. After what happens in Midyan and all the men are seduced, so then maybe we could say, all the other nations will say, oh, this is the type of people they are. They are seduced, they are misled. And, So it's only because of the context of Midian do we then say, oh, they would have looked back at Mitzrayim. And that's why Kodesh is hosting with his name to say no. But then the Klayakar adds in, but why is the He first and the Yud second? The Shem Hashem is Yud and He. And in all these names, it's Hachanochi. The He is first and the Yud is the afterwards. So you might say, okay, that's just how it fits into the word. There's nothing coincidental. Oh, just because it fits that way. Says the klayakar, The Yud and the hey we know, is related to Ishvaisha. Man and woman. As so we know the Gemara says in Sota, ish Isha shri, sh, uh, shkina Without the shkina, then it's just fire, ish. But who's the yud and who's the hay? The yud is the man. The hay is the woman. The hay comes before the yud. Why? Because the women were always the ones that are known as the tsanua ones in the ones that are known as the tsanua ones in history. And that's why a baruch Hudafka puts the hay before the yud because it was the women they were the ones that were at the forefront in the world of sneus the kedima's haliyud balahodia kashras onashim ki habamina hab sorry hahei nasuna leishav yudish ubeemsrayonashim yosek durn be'araysman onashim with the first macus like asal say shlomo's pasdivri the torah um uh, publicizes her because she was the only one the men they cried after at sinai boken lemispechosaim and therefore, the hay comes first. The klayakar just gives it a little more historical context and adds in the hay before the yod, because the women in this regard are the ones that are at the forefront. One might say that in history also, the women are the ones that are the, the uh, rocks in the world of Taurus and Mishpacha, in the world of keeping the family, the Akeras, And that's why when it comes to the purity of the family and the edus of the purity of the family, the hay comes before the yod. The women are the ones that are at the forefront. Okay. Now for the rest of our time, the next couple of thoughts, we're going to focus on, in Rav Nevenzal's words, the last part of the parsha. It's really the second half. It's from Hamishi. The order of Carbonos. You know Pinchas is famous for its Carbonos section. The third time, or the second time really, the second time that the... Uh, the Parshish Hamoadim, which we had one in Emar, and then we have one in Re'eh, and now we have one in Pinchas. Right? Pinchas is the middle one. So we can focus a lot on the various points of the Karbanos. If you look in the first one that is mentioned, Shabbos, says the Torah, after the Benot first we have the carbon Tamid, good, and then the first not regular day that's mentioned this Shabbos. Obiama Shabbos, shnei chvasim b'nei shana timimim two sheep b'nei shana both within the year timimim they have to be they have to be tamim. Says uh, Rashi. Says Rashi. On oh, not sure if Rashi. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if Rashi quotes it here or it's just the uh, the Chazal. I'm sorry. If you look in uh, Rav Moshe, Rav Moshe quotes the Gemara in Yuma Samach Bez. Source number seven. Isabiomashabaza ko modim shabi e not you shabid the epshagamli kuva. They have to be similar animals. The two kvasim that are brought on Shabbas. Shekwasim Bene Shunat Timimim. Right? They have to be similar, looking the same which right? they as sonim solus, right? Ola Shabbat Shabbat Alola Satubid after the Kabatabed you bring these. Answer Moshe, what's the message? Two. The two kvasim. Vahatam nireh says, he's probably thinking in the back of his mind, he doesn't say it, probably thinking of the Gemara and Shabbos, Islam and Gimel, which discusses when Rav Shimayachai came out of the cave and he saw the man running with two hadassim, and he's, why are you running with two hadassim? Echa keneget shamar, ve echa zachar. Says, Rav Moshe, that's the two karbanos, the two sheep that we bring that, are, that have to look similar to each other, zachar Shamar. What's the message? Says Cesar Moshe, you know why the Torah says they have to be similar and they're parallel because Shomar, which we might call the nose of Hilchah Shabbos, you know one might one might have an attitude of this is a pain. This is difficult for me. I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do that. Rav Moshe loves talking about this in a number of his writings. And you know what might be his thought process? Because I can't go to work, I'm losing money. I'm losing by keeping Shabbos. And therefore, in his view, Shabbos is a challenge. Shabbos is something that we have to, it's a test you know, if somebody has that attitude, even if they succeed, it's not going to be passed down to the next generation. If somebody comes home every, every Friday and says, Oh, I wish I could go to work. It's so hard. Everybody else is going to work. I'm losing. I, you know, it's so, so what are the kids going to say? Yeah, it's so hard for him, but he can do it. We're not on that level. We're not going to be able to do it. Says her Moshe, Onu mispalim alpi takanes chazal ashe kadesa gadolah yom shalom We dive in that she, she shouldn't have nisionos. That itself is, is an yisoyan for our children if we have that attitude. Says her Moshe, that is why the two sheep have to be equal. Shomar has to be just like Zachar. The positives, the simcha, the oneg, the enjoyment why? Not only do we not lose on Shabbos, but by not going to work on Shabbos, we gain because all the bracha of the entire week comes from Shabbos. No, Shabbos is the source of it all. And just like for Cesar, Moshe, let's say I spent a lot of money to buy a gorgeous house. Am I upset? Do I feel that I lost? Do I feel, oh, I lost money? No! You spent a lot of money because you wanted the greater gift that you're getting. Same thing with Shabbos. Just like I'm not upset, when I spend a lot of money to get something that I want to buy, I, I'm happy about it. Same thing with Shabbos. And if I have that attitude, if I have Zacher and Shama are equal, the no's, you have to have the same attitude as the yeses, as the enjoyment, as the oneg, as the kavod. That'll go on to the children. That the children will see, Ah. Oh, it's so amazing. Shabbos is one the the one, the most wonderful gift that we were given. We need to have a break from our uh, daily activities. There's nothing like Shabbos. Says R' Moshe. That's the attitude, and that's the shnei kvasim b'nei shana, Ramosha says the same thing. Similar idea in Parshish Emar, in source number eight, where, right, we know, emar alakonim b'nei haren v'amartalim, the double ushen of emar v'amartalim. Rashi quotes the g'dolim alaktanim to warn the g'dolim to make sure the k'tanim, you know, act properly. So says Reh again, v'nireh, shalahazir lachane habanim klum, You can't just tell your kids what to do. This is what we have to do. That's it. Unless they see it is so beloved by the father, by the parents. If they see, if children see that the parents love it, that's, let's say it this way, then there's a chance... That they will also love it to follow in the footsteps. If parents are always having a negative attitude about religion, about what a pain it is, about I wish I could do this, but you know is it's so difficult, then there's then there's there's not too much hope, unless there's other outside external inspirations. If they hear from the father that it was it was so hard, it's so hard to keep Shabbos for all mitzvahs. Rachmi kol you got to do it. Tzurach lama bnisayon. Lo yischan zu The children will not get proper chinuch. De yomru deyemim gi giborim kamoso. They'll say, "We're not as strong as our father." V'ra'kis she yishmu meha'av. Shomer shein shum nisayon bekiyim ataro. It's amazing. It's great. So then, the children will say, "Oh, it's great! I want to taste it. I want to be involved in it. I want to have his attitudes." That's the two amiros. Says Rav Moshe. "Mr., you got to tell him." But the second amira is, you got to have the right attitude. You got to have, to have the right attitude in the amira. But says Rav Moshe, "That's the snake fasim that are that are equal." Number one about Shabbos. Number two about Shabbos. We're going to have three thoughts about Shabbos because, after all. The Karban about Shabbos, and Shabbos is Shabbos. Next thought about Shabbos. We're going to go to... How many Karbanas do we have on Shabbos? It's only two Psukim. If we have Shabbos, you have for the Musafin, Shnei Kvasim, two sheep. Ushnei Solas, bring some flour mixed with oil. That's it. Every other day has so much more. Rosh Chodesh, how many? Paran Bakar, Shnaim. Ayo Echa, Kvasim B'nei Shiva. Two cows, one ram, seven sheep. Right, let's go to Pesach. How many? Seven, 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 two. Why are there so few Karbanas on Shabbos? Two. Just two Karbanas. Says Rav Mordechai Elio, the Debre Mordechai. Source number nine. Why? Wait, Shabbos is the most, Hashem. you would think Shabbos is the most Karbanas. Shabbos is the is the best. Right, Shabbos is the most, we have the most Elios, so why not the most Karbanas? says the Debrey Mordechai, turning over, Shabbos is all about two. That's why Shabbos can't be more. Because Shabbos is about two. Everything about Shabbos is two. Right? Two candles is the minhag. And two chalas, lechemishna. Two mizbarshir miz liyom shabbas. shabbos mizbarshir lo'aselavo, mos yumas, zachar v'shamor, ve'karasel ha-Shabbos, lo'deg Hashem v'chubad. Everything on Shabbos, he quotes the... Zohar. Kol iska the Shabbos, or he quotes the Medrash. Right? Kol iska the Shabbos, kaful. Everything is double. Everything is two. Everything is two. And then he quotes the Medrash quoted in the Das Akanem He says, well, it, he quotes one Medrash, but there's another Medrash that's a little more well-known. We are all the days of the week. Right? Complain or not all the days of the week. Shabbos complains about all the days of the week. Sunday has Monday. Tuesday has Wednesday. Thursday has Friday. Shabbos says, I'm all alone. Who's going to be my zug? Right? The tour quotes this in Hilcha Shabbos when he talks about learning on Shabbos. So Shashem answers, B'nai Yisrael will be your zug. You'll be back to B'nai Yisrael. On Shabbos, day. won't work, and they will be with you. Shabbos is all about two because two symbolizes us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's what it's all about. It's amazing, right? What does the Gemara say? If Israel keep two Shabbosos miyanigal, at least according to our two. Sh- why two? Because everything is about two uh, on on Shabbos. Il malim shabos miyanigal. What is it about the two? There's a special connection and relationship between us and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Tzaddik mentions. We mentioned this in the past. We look at source number eleven. Rabbi Tzaddik and the pre-Tzaddik says that's even the pshat of Tzeishchem L'Shalom. And we know Shalom Aleichem is an ancient, going back hundreds of years, custom based originally, obviously on the Gemara and Shabbos, about the angels that accompany us back from Shul to our houses on Friday night. And if they see the table set, they see everything ready, they say, oh, the good angel has to say, oh, she and the bad angel, so to speak, has to say, Amen. And vice versa, if the table is, is not set. So that's what we talk about. Shalom Aleichem. We welcome the angels. But the question that many of the later commentaries ask is, so why do we ask them to leave? Why do we ask them to leave? So one answer might just be, we're not telling them to leave. It's just, when, we don't know when they're going to leave. So whenever they leave, they should have a Tzeisham L'Shalom. That's one, one idea. But says the Preetzadik, says the Preetzadik, no. We invite them in, and they're fine, and they're joining us. But now we're about to have the Seder Shabbos. We tell them, "Say Shalom Shalom." Why? Because now even the angels can't be here. It's just us and Hakadosh Baruch That's what Shabbos is about. It's the cheder yichud between Klal Yisrael and Hakadosh Baruch He quotes, "Atah." Right? He quotes. Ve Let's quote the word, u basha bashish skaus atika, kama shkose bezora karash, bo malakh sharis, fonu mchomaleh, bo akham akhuli. Fi akhak akhra soodashu omrim lohem, seischem ve And everybody Simon quotes other sfarim also, based on this idea from the Zohar, Yom is yachdus am melech ve hamauka, ha'sha'bes hi yachader yikhud bo misyachtem anvar karish bargu. This is from the Imrei Barhan Minhagim. The chapter there, on Shalom Aleichem. Nosaf If there's somebody else in the Yichud room, that's not the Yichud room, right? The the the, the, the can't do whatever they want in the Yichud room if there's somebody else there, right? They don't have that intense moment. We need that intense moment with the Kharishbarhu, so he said Sayskham mm-hmm. the Shalom, Anu Beetzem Lomalachim. We're saying to them, Anu Smehim Od, Shabatim Lulla we thank you very much. Ach Ahbimhila mikvotchem, Hizulem Komhem Kait Anu Bekeder yichud. So that's why says her Mordechel Yo Shab is only as two, because Shab it's not only two, it's two. Shabbos is about us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even more, in a sense, than any of the other Yom Tovim, which have their own messages. But Shabbos itself is two. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Am Yisra. Okay, so we have Shabbos, number one, from Reb Moshe, the Zachar V'Shamar. We have two, why there's so few Karbanos on Shabbos. And finally, one more, just a little little thought, which is uh, uh, a classic Chachma. Why is there no Karbanchatos on Shabbos? We know all the other holidays have a carbon chatas. Right? Rosh Chodesh has a chatas. Seirizim Echad L'chatas L'Hashem. Seirizim Echad L'chatas. Right? There's always a Seir Khatas Echad lechaper lechem. That's Pesach. Seirizim Echad lechaper lechem. Right? That's Shvuiz. It doesn't say the word L'chatas there. We'll have to get back to that. Uh, but Shabbat is nothing. There's no lechaper. It's just these carbonas. Says the Meshachach, from top left source... 13. Haola, he says, just uh, pashit He says, straightforward. He says, what is the khatas usually brought for? For averos. We do averos. On Shabbos, we're involved in so many less activities. Right? What are we doing on Shabbos? There's so many malachas that we're not doing. So, what are we doing? We could be thinking about a lot of things. Ola, as the Gemara says, is mechaper alhir huray alev. Ola is, atones for inappropriate thoughts. There's more of a chance that we'll be involved in thoughts that need a kapara on Shabbos than actions that need a kapara on Shabbos. When we can't be involved with other work, even cooking and carrying, you don't have to bring the chadis. Thoughts that would require the kapara. That's why, even different than Yumtif, where we have other uh, actions and malachas that are, are, are mutter, and Mitoch stretches that even not for Ochal Nefesh, says the Meshechachma. That is why there's no karmen chattas on Shabbos, and there is on all the other chagim. Lemaisa, there are less actions you're going to be involved in, less chance that you're going to do an avarin. Okay, two other thoughts though for the um for the shear this week. Let's go to Perchaf Chespach. Says the Gemara. Uviyama bikurim says the Gemara. Says the Torah. Uviyama bikurim. Shmuis. Bahakrif chem milchakadashola shem beshabu sechem, you could Shvuis is a holiday. ola lichoach You bring in ola, rech lichoach permanent vakar shnaim, ayelachad S- Points out the Baal HaTurim. This is the only time in the Torah or one of the only times in the Torah where ola is spelled with a vav. The Shvuis Karbon Musaf. V'hikraf ola ayin vav lamed he. So already you need a Baal HaTurim to catch it. Most other ola's are just spelled ayin lamid he. But here it's spelled with the Vav. What's the message of the Vav? Says the Balaturim, source 14, there's a Vav, Shvuis, Vav Sivan. Call haksuvos kulam All the Olas that are mentioned by the other holidays are all written chaser without the Vav. Chutz mi olas atzeres, shumale, except for the Ola by shvuas. Which is spelled with a vav. Remez says the tour shebeshisha b'sivan nitna b'torah on the sixth day of Sivan the Torah was given. That's it. Vav Sivan. That's the illusion. That's the illusion. Then okay, we'll leave the uh, the rest for skip the, skip the the next two lines. Go to the end. Go to the last line. Bikula ne'amalachatas k'mo Within the world of holidays, we just said Shabbos is different, but within the, all the holidays, there's a chatas brought. Here, the word lachatas is left out. It just says seir <laughs> echad Why is chatas left out by Shvuis? Says the Balaturim: B'shvil <laughs> shenitna bo Torah Torah brings kapara, like a chatas. you don't have to mention the word chatas because they got the Torah today, and therefore. There's no need for the chatos to be mentioned. So the Balaturim says two uniquenesses by the section about Shvuis and Parshas Pinchas. Number one, there's a Vavinola, that's Vav Sivan. There's no chatos because the Torah itself is Bakater. That's the Balaturim. But if you look in source number fifteen, Rabbi Salom Vilna, they're going for Vilna, quoted in the uh, by right the uh, many of the akronim, sometimes in the back of the Gemara, Rabbi Salomi Vilna. He says another thought related to this. Quoted here in the Yagd torah The Yerushalmi tells us, quotes the Yerushalmi in Rosh Hashanah, Reb Mishar, Shib, Shem, edi, Iidi, Bechal HaKabanez Ksivcheit, Batzeres Eink Sivcheit, Debala Sa'ara. Right? It doesn't say the word Chathos Bay Shavuos. Why? Amalim HaKadosh Baruch Hu. B'kibat Shekibaltem Aleichem Ma'ali Ani Aleichem, Ki Lochatasem Yemeichem. What's the word Makabal Al-Torah properly? So then, we do not need the But says the Yagdil Torah, says Vilna, wait a minute, but in Parshas Emar, Chatos is mentioned, here it says, Lachaper Aleichem. It just doesn't mention the word chatas. So why in MR is the word chatas mentioned that here it's not? Cesar of Vilna, let's remember what the Balaturim said. Put it all together. Pinchas, there's a vav, there's no chatas. Emar has chatas, doesn't have the vav. What's the message? Shazer B'salami Vilna. We know that when it comes to Shavuos, it's the only holiday in our world of holidays that can fall out on different days, depending on the calendar. Fall out on different days. Yitachin Shabal line 13. Shashvuos yachalachol beheib b'sivan opamim b'vav b'sivan b'sayim b'sivan. Kamoshakatsah b'shara r'shashana. V'yamru b'shachim. So the... the, the, the Holiday could fall out on a couple of days in Siva, not only Vav. Vav's the day they got the Torah. Kabbalah Satorah. The day that they were committed. But the other days, it could also fall out on those days. So maybe, says of Vilna, the two points go together. The Vav, when it's on Vav, that's the schus of Kabbalah Satorah. That's why the word Chatos doesn't have to be mentioned. Because the Torah is Machaper Alom Deha. If it's not on Vav, then you don't have the full schus of the Torah not Va, you don't have the day of Kabbalah Satora, you don't have that Remez, and therefore there's the Chathas. Once they accepted the Torah, they didn't need the chattas in the normal chattas sense. But that's only if it's the day of Kabbalah Satora, Vav Sivan. But if it's the other days, so then we would need it and therefore, there is the Chathas mention without the Vav in the Ola. Fascinating Hosefa of Rabbi Salami, Vilna to the Balaturim. The Vav and the lack of chatos. Okay. Final thought for this week's year. We'll get back to Rav Moshe. Back to Rav Moshe Feinstein in the Drash Moshe on Sheminiat Saras. If you look now towards the end, the last Pusik. By the last holiday, by Maftir. Rashi quotes, what is this day? His apuli ma'at Stay with me a little bit more. Why? Because on Sukkos we brought Carbonos for all of the 70 nations. We brought 70 Carbonos. So Hashem says, you know what? I want one day I want to be with you. One day, you and me. Shemini Yatzaras, no Dalaminim, no Sukkah, no Mitzvos, no, just me and you. Kasha Lai Question is, answer Moshe Feinstein, why do we have to bring karbanis for the other nations? What's the purpose of that? What's the purpose of Kineged Ayanumos? Line 5. Tzarek L'Avin. Hatzarech Lakriv Karbanas. Mishval Ayanumos. Number one. Question two. We know... That in the Torah, atzeres is shmini atzeres, but in Chazal, atzeres is shvuas, and shvuas is the atzeres of Pesach. It's a few weeks later, but it's the same idea. Shvuas closes out Pesach. Shmini atzeres closes out Sukkot. Ask Ramoshe, why by Pesach are they connected to each other? And on Sukkis, I'm sorry, why by Pesach they're not connected? You have all these seven weeks in between, while Shavuot, on Sukkis, they are right after each other. So you might say, I think I once saw an answer, well, it's the winter time. You don't want to get stuck in the rain. Make them go and come back. But there's another answer. Says Ramoshe. again, why the 70 karbanos and why the difference between Shavuot and Shmini Line nine. daiti. The world cannot exist with loners. A lone person cannot exist in the world. Hashem made the world with raw materials in different places. And different people having different abilities. One person is a tailor. One person is a dentist. One person is a rabbi. One person's a fireman. Nobody has all the talents and we wouldn't be able to survive just ourselves. He's a pharmacist and he's a doctor and he's a a lawyer. Everybody, we need each other to live. Nobody can think to themselves, I could do it myself because it's impossible. Can't live by itself. So given that reality that we need each other, so given that reality so given that reality that we need each other, so given that reality that we need each other, so it makes a lot of sense that in order to survive, we need to coexist, we need to have peace amongst each other, amongst countries, amongst the world. That's the only way the world can function, is if we get along with each other. And that's why we bring Karbanas. Step one, we bring carbonus for all the other nations of the world, because we recognize... That all nations in the world need each other. Or need each other, there should be peace amongst them. Oil and uh, lumber and all, all the raw materials. So that's why we bring the 70. So Moshe says, so why do people still go to war? Why do people fight with each other? If this is the given reality, that we need to get along with each other in order to fulfill our lives, so why do people fight for the wrong reasons? Mot-si-en-a-sa-adam-ina-olam. For those all the wrong reasons, if it's just based on our logic, based on, whoa, we think we know that, that you need Shalom, but you know what? This is really important for my COVID. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, after the karbanos for everyone, with the message is, that there has to be shalom in the world, realize that your barometer for values, though, stays directly with me and with Torah. And that's why, right after, right after, don't wait seven weeks, right after the 70 nations, have karbanos brought on their behalf, you have one day, directly with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because you can't get confused, because there are people that know that in their head. But, Look what happens. Look how many fights there are. Look how many wars there are. We still need to know to always check the true barometer of what needs to be our behavior. Towards the end, V'lachain, Hashem And eerily, Ramosha said this, Shmini Atzaris, 1941. Siva should take if al shalom olam. Right after we daven for shalom, when we bring all these karbanas. Neda, shalom neda kolchay heva. When we realize what our true value system has to be, the Torah, we have to realize that this world is just a prizdar We have to realize that this is just a a, a stepping stone to the greater world. It's all covet hammedumah. And once we have that, it's got to be right afterwards, because it's coming on the heels. We can't just have the value of Shalom, we have to have the value also of standing up for our principles and realizing this world is just like a Ya'uf like a dream, like a passing thought. kimo and he ends off like we see today. Everybody knows there should be peace, right? Logically, you need each other, but there are people at war because of kinna, Taiva, the COVID, and, and and hatred they have, and that is what we have to rid ourselves of, and that's the message of Shemini of Yatzeres. So it's the balance of being involved in the world, but making sure that we're involved in the world knowing how HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to live in this world. Okay, we'll have to stop here. But the show will continue next week with Parshas Matos in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutz Laaretz. It will be Matos and Masé together when we finally get back together.